This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Friday, November 20th, 2020, coming rapidly to the close of the year. November 20th. Next week is uh, Thanksgiving week. Yay. And then Christmas after that. And then New Year's. Then a whole brand new year. It's going to be an interesting 2021, as it has been a very dramatic 2020. But I think next year is going to be a better year for all of us. I really do. Now, I know you're all anxious about this pandemic thing. I know that. Um, and I, I, I've calmed way down. I, I know that it's spreading and it's getting bad and that's all bad. I know I get that. But I'm, I'm trying to stay focused on the positive and that's the vaccine. Okay, the two vaccines. Uh, Pfizer uh, is applied for uh, emergency use today uh, and they think that they'll get it before the new year, before the new year sometime in December. And I'm sure the first thing the first people get it would be like the healthcare workers and then the elderly and then maybe school teachers so they can reopen the schools. And then to people like me, older people that, you know, are at risk, that kind of thing. And so I think by the middle of next year, you know, all the not everybody will have it, but a big enough portion that we'll be able to reopen completely. That's what I think. So we'll see. It's going to come. It's just how fast. So I'm trying to be positive, even though I know the cases are increasing. And, you know, all this shutdown stuff, I think, it, you know, it didn't work the first time. What makes us think it's going to work now? I mean, maybe it'll slow it down, but we were all wearing masks and keeping social distance, as far as I know, and it still came back pretty, in a, with a roar. I don't, you know, why, I, I don't understand why we shut down, because obviously it's not working. This doesn't work. I think that no one knows what else to do. That's what I think. We just don't know what else we can do. So, anyways, that's that's my opinion. And of course, you can have yours. I'd be happy to listen to it. Uh, but the market itself is still kind of uncertain. Not sure. It doesn't like the cases exploding. It likes the vaccine. So it's kind of a yin and yang, a tug of war going on here. Uh, who's going to win? Well, I'm pretty sure the vaccine will win, but it'll be when, not if, when. So what did the market do today? Well, you know, it wasn't the best market today. Um, you know, it, it, it was down. Uh, Dow was down 219. The S&P down, I mean, the uh, NASDAQ down 49. The S&P down 24. So it was down, but uh, uh, about a half to three quarters of a percent for all the indexes. I don't think that's much of a big deal. The gold was up. Um, oil, $42.17 today. So, yeah, I, I just, you know, I, I just not worried about it because I know there's going to be some big spending coming our way, right, from the government. Eventually, there's going to be some big spending. So I just don't think, I don't think we all should worry about it. I'm Steve Peasley, everybody, and you're listening to West, West Talk, the program, the podcast. I will do my best to give you unbiased answers to any of your financial questions that you might ask. And I'll talk about strategies or anything else that is on your mind, your 401k, your IRA, your 457, 403b, you know, all those numbered things, or retirement accounts, whatever you want to talk about. 
As long as it's financial, we'll discuss it. And my line is now open, 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. So the market was kind of not very good. It was up in the morning, then down. So I think it's kind of directionless right now. This is the best part of the year for the market. In the last three months of the year, the first three months of the year are the best part of the year. Um, we'll probably get, you know, uh, 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 usually the market bottoms in October. That's not uncommon. And then rallies to uh, end of October, into November, December, into the first year for various reasons. It's a pattern that's pretty consistent. Doesn't have to happen, but it's pretty consistent. I have a feeling it's going to happen like that this year, too. So that's what we're dealing with. That's the market. Okay, so that's the market, but you know what we really want to do is get to the call. So let's go ahead and take our first caller from our listener line, which is always packed. So let's get to it. 888-99-CHART. Hey, I wanted to ask about XPEV. I purchased the stock at uh, about $20. It's run up quite a bit, and right now, because of the run-up, it's a larger percent of my portfolio than I would like. It's right around 7%. It was 5% back when I bought it. Now, should I sell a bit of my position to get it back down to 5% or should I just hold on to it because the company is showing a lot of promise? I'd like to love to hear your response on the show. Thank you very much. Well, normally I would say just wait. There's no big rush here. Um, um, you know, just because it's seven percent of your portfolio, that's not that's not that much. I guess around ten percent, and I start to worry. Uh, who is Xping Inc. Class A shares? It's a Chinese company that designs, manufactures, and markets electron electric vehicles. So now, I said normally I wouldn't worry about this, but this is a fairly new company. It's a Chinese company. It's a thirty-eight billion dollar company. Sales are rising very fast, and I think the stock has shot up. It's gotten way ahead of itself at $53.89 because it's not going to make money. It's not going to make money this year, next year, didn't make money last year, the year before, and it has never made money. So it's all because it's a Chinese electric car. Me, at this stage, I probably take some profits, even though because of the fact that it doesn't make money, it's all speculative and it's very new. I, I don't know where it's going to go. It will go up as it's gone up very fast. It will go down as fast as it's gone up. So you got you got to expect the volatile ride, roller coaster ride. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and the calendar seems to be moving pretty fast to me. I don't know about you. The holiday season's here. Uh, my house decorated with Christmas decorations. Thanksgiving is around. I know you're going to say already. Well, yeah. All right, because we were, we were going to have guests. I don't think we're going to have them anymore. But we wanted to have the house decorated for our grandnieces and nephews. But it might be out. Anyways, market still is pretty volatile. I think that's going to continue. No need to panic, though. Stay calm. You can manage the risk. Okay, that's as simple as that. We should talk more about it. Your participation is always welcome and is always an important part of the mix. So we're taking your live calls, 888-99-CHART. Have you heard about Riskalyze? It's a brief question and answer form that you fill out online. Steve Peasley and Justin Klein will also get a copy of your responses. They can use the Riskalyze results 
to help you formulate a strategy that fits your investing risk tolerance. Learn more anytime and take the Riskalyze quiz at investtalk.com. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. You're listening to Invest Talk, everybody. I do really appreciate it. My focus point today concerns this story, which is a tale of two retailers with different outcomes. Walmart earnings topped expectations, but Macy's in-store sales dropped 20%. That's not surprising, though, do you think? Customers patronizing Walmart and Macy's continued to shop online, but Macy's in-store spending dropped 20%, and e-commerce could not offset that loss. We're going to get into some of the details. What else do I want to talk about? How about the leading economic indicators? You know what they are? You know what it said? Did you see the report this week? That's why you have me, because you don't need to look. I'll tell you. And how about store closings so far this year? How many stores do you think have closed so far this year? And which ones? I'll name them. I'll tell you. And have you had any experience with telehealth? Well, I had my first uh, telehealth uh, experience last week, and I thought I'd talk about it a little bit. And I kind of think it's going to catch on. I don't know. What do you think? Okay. Let's go right to the callers, though, okay? This is Edgar in San Diego. Hi, Steve. How are you this afternoon? I'm good. Thank you for the call. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, uh, I have some money sitting in a money market fund with Vanguard, uh-huh. and it's uh, been sitting there for a couple of months or more longer than that, and this is the money I don't really need it now, and I was thinking about the start uh, putting it to work, and I was looking at the star funds. Uh-huh. Because of my age, I, maybe this is the middle of the road or so. I was wondering what you think of that uh, idea. I think that's a Vanguard fund, isn't it? It is a Vanguard fund, correct. So it's VGSTX is a symbol, everybody. Uh, Vanguard Star Fund Investor Shares. Uh, let's see. Um, it's a balanced fund. is invested 60% in stocks and 40% in bonds. It's very like very much like our balanced income fund that we have. We have a uh, a balanced income fund that we go 60/40 or 40/60. We move within that range. This one has stays at 60% stocks and 40% bonds. So it's less risky than the overall market, and it has performed well. And uh, it is a good, solid fund. And Vanguard is very low cost, so that's always good. What is their expense ratio? Maybe I can get that. Yeah, expense ratio is 0.31%, so less than a third of 1% a year. So, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with this. I think it's a good place to put money. And, you know, it, it, it won't be too too risky, and it's done well. So, I, mean, I like Vanguard as fun family. So, you got a thumbs up from me. Okay, Edgar, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. So I'm pretty low-key, so um, I don't push too hard, right? But I do think it's important to remind listeners that on Invest Talk and at my company, KPP Financial, based in Irvine, California, that we operate with a philosophy of independent thinking and shared success. And this is very good for our listeners and clients because we give you unbiased guidance. I do parallel investing. I mean, I buy the same thing for myself, same percentage, same uh, time and call price, everything as I do my clients and all my programs that we have. So, you know, so we, we put our money where our mouth is. We're not always right. No one is. Can't be. It's impossible. So, um, 
you know, if you want to talk about it or send me a copy of your portfolio so I can take a look, if you want to discuss it, you can do it via phone, uh, Skype, Jive meetings, however way you want. You can send me a message to investtalk.com, an email. Just click on the Contact Us button or call KPP Financial Office in California, KPP Financial in Irvine, California. And, you know, there's never an obligation to do anything. It really isn't. And there's no pushing. We don't push. We just want to help. If we can help by manage your funds, great. We can't, we can't. Simple as that. And you know, on Fridays, I do uh, talk a little bit about our e-newsletter that I send, the premium, KPP premium newsletter I send out every Friday. And I talk about the stats, some of the benchmarks. Uh, so uh, the benchmarks today, two-year treasury yield is 0.16, 10-year 0.83. So it's pretty healthy, spread. Gold at 1871. Now remember, it's got as high as 2000 two, three months ago. So it's trying to, you know, it's kind of trying sideways for now. And I don't want to hear you guys out there saying, gee, six months from now, a year from now, it's at, you know, gold is at 2,500, saying, yeah, I should have bought it back when it was going nowhere. Buy it now if you want to be in a position of gold, buy it. You don't buy it after it makes the move. So you have an opportunity. If you already have gold, just hold on to it, in my opinion. Oil was selling at 41.92 barrel, so it's kind of hanging around the 40 to 42 dollar barrel area, dropping a little bit under 40 every so often. But that's kind of where it's hanging out. That's probably going to stay there until we get this COVID vaccine spread throughout the world and the economies recovers. Then it'll probably rise. The national average for a gallon of regular gasoline two dollars thirteen cents in California three dollars and seventeen cents in Wisconsin a dollar ninety five. So should we all move to Wisconsin in the winter? I do not think so. Anyways, 888-99-CHART is our number, everybody. 888-992-4278. This is Invest Talk. We've got a number of things to get to. Um, uh, I, I, there was economic numbers out here uh, out this week. The biggest, the most significant part of our economy that's doing the best is housing. Housing. And it's probably going to continue to be strong. So... We're headed into break, everybody. The phone lines are open. This is Invest Talk. You can get your free Invest Talk podcast downloads anytime at iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or investtalk.com. The anytime listener lines never close. Steve and Justin are waiting for your questions. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Let's talk to Emilio's in San Francisco. How are you doing, Emilio's? Uh, how are you, Steve? Nice to uh, hear from you again. Thanks for calling. <laughs> sure. I wanted to ask you, I'm not sure which spider, which, uh, is it the XLF that has to do with commodities? XO, what was it? XO, no, XL. XLF, oh, you know the spiders? Yeah, so, yeah. XLE, XLF. Okay, that's the exchange rate for secret performance corresponding to the S&P financial. That's XLF. Uh, that's the financial oh, sector. Um, I was I have, looking for the commodities. I have, a, I, have a, I have all these listed in the office on tape to my screen. And I can't remember the <laughs> commodities one. But hold on. But, you know, you know, that's a, okay. My, my, my question to you is, uh, 
I can email you later. My question to you is, based on what you've been saying about inflation, would you buy such a, uh, uh, you know, I, an index? I, I think so. I, I think uh, we might be early, but I'd rather be much. I'd rather be earlier than too late. And uh, exactly. there, you know, uh, so I don't have a problem taking a position in that in that kind of uh, situation. I I I kind of like. I kind of like this. The, the, uh, you know why I like it? Look, we are in COVID, right? Every, the whole world has slowed way down economically. We're trying to recover. We're doing a pretty good job. We're, we, meaning the U.S., is doing better than Europe at this point. But everybody's trying to recover. But, and we have shut down so many oil rigs. We've shut down a lot of things. And what happens when we get out of this? Commodities would be the first thing that will move. Because the supply has been constrained because there hasn't been much demand. Demand's going to skyrocket, and all of a sudden now we have a constrained supply. So I think prices are going to rise, so therefore I want to be... And that's the whole, that's the whole play in a nutshell, to be in commodities. A recovering world economy, commodities, that would where I go. Okay? Appreciate the call. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see. On Fridays, I make time to do a quick rundown, if I can, on the benchmark numbers. And I already gave that. I also do a quick rundown on my uh, my newsletter, and I haven't gotten to that yet. We'll get to that. But let's go to the, the main focus point we're talking about today. That is earnings. Walmart earnings top expectations as customers' shop at, shopping habits send e-commerce sales soaring 79% for Walmart. 79%. Huge. That's a huge increase. You know what? And I, it may not, it's not going to increase that much all the time, but I think e-commerce, shopping online has gotten a huge boost from COVID and it's not going to slow down. That's not, it's not stopping. It's not going to reverse, revert back to what we used to do. I'm not saying we're not going to go to stores. We will. But, you know, people are finding it pretty convenient, and so they'll start doing it more and more often, and they're not just going to give it up. And the stores, Walmart, Costco, Target, they have to compete with Amazon. You know, so everybody knows they got to compete. they got to have an e-commerce space. So it's just going to get bigger. That's as simple as that. Now, the problem is the stores like Macy's. Their, their e-commerce is growing, too, but... They have huge, they, they got a huge way to go. They, they, they're, they got a long road ahead of them. The big box stores do. And I'm, I, you know, we know that that's going to be a problem. They, they're competing with Amazon just like everybody else, and they're losing badly. Problem I see is at some point, I don't think all the department stores are going to disappear, but I think they're, their, their mix, the way they sell stuff is going to have to change dramatically. Because people go in, young people go in, check the price, take a look at the dress, try on the clothes, and then leave and take a look for it online, buy it cheaper. And that's, you can't have that continued. And they got to, that's changing and it's going to continue to change. It just has to, unless none of these stores are going to survive. Maybe some of them, many of them won't survive. Okay, I'm not sure if I can squeeze in another question before the break, but I'll try. This came in earlier. 888-99-CHART. Hi, my name is Brendan. I'm calling in uh, about an ETF called SH. I bought some at 22, and the market never seems to go down. So I'm wondering what KPP's thoughts are on this reverse ETF. Thank you. 
Probably. We're, we're you know, One of our programs does have a few short ETFs, and we're looking for a place to exit. Okay, we're waiting for that point to, to get out of these things because I just don't think it's a wise time to be short. When a market's really, really volatile like it has been the last year, that's really served you well. Okay, but now I'm thinking SH, by the way, is pro shares. It shorts the S&P 500, meaning if the S&P 500 goes down, this will go up. If the S&P 500 goes up, this goes down. So it worked great when the market collapsed, but not so good when the market's recovering. But it's a good hedge to hold the hold you know to hold your portfolio steady, and that's what it does. It does that very well. But this long term, you got to remember long term. Long term, the stock market goes up, not down. Okay, I'm gonna have a I have a trivia question like I always do before the break. Uh, so. So you know you come across various terms, right? They're sometimes not easy to understand. So I thought it might be educational to find a term we hear a lot. So as we go to break, here's a trivia question. What is the meaning of the term bid-ask spread? Bid-ask spread. Bid-ask spread. And what is and what is a simple example? I'll have the answer for you at the break. But for now, my phone line charts are still open. Always been 888-99-CHART. Let's say you've been thinking about learning a new language. Okay, why? I mean, how would it come in handy? And where would you want to use it? Could it be that you have an upcoming international trip? Or maybe you want to connect with family members or friends from a different culture? I think you should know about Rosetta Stone. With millions of users, it's been the world's most trusted language learning program for 30 years. Rosetta Stone is available on your desktop or as an app with audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. It has a built-in, patented speech recognition engine called True Accent. So as you practice speaking, you'll get feedback on how well you pronounce words. With Rosetta Stone, you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. It's an intuitive process designed for long-term retention. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in your new language. Rosetta Stone is an amazing value, so your special skill set is within easy reach. You know you want to do this, so don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, InvestTalk listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off now at rosettastone.com today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It is official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far 
you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs. eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At this point, I think almost everyone has heard how generative AI promises to bring us to the next industrial revolution. AI is already shaping society with an impact on daily life that echoes the transformative significance of electricity or the internet. As we take steps to embrace the potential of generative AI, we need to remain vigilant with regard to its exploitability. This is where HackerOne comes in. HackerOne's AI Red Team addresses the novel challenges of AI safety and security for businesses that are launching new AI deployments. The HackerOne approach involves targeted offensive testing by harnessing the collective skills of ethical hackers who are proficient in AI and prompt hacking. In short, AI red teaming is the practice of stress testing AI models and deployments to make sure they can't be tricked into providing information beyond their intended use, and that security flaws can't be exploited to access confidential data or systems. HackerOne seamlessly integrates with your existing tools to enhance communication and collaboration across development, security, and IT teams. So, stay ahead of the game in the battle against cyber threats with HackerOne's Attack Resistance Platform. Learn more at HackerOne.com. That's H-A-C-K-E-R-O-N-E dot com. HackerOne.com. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This is Invest Talk. Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? Is it delivering the types of gains you want and need to achieve? financial freedom? Well, turn up the volume because there are many questions that deserve unbiased answers. And Steve Peasley is here now, ready to take your calls live. 888-99-CHART. Okay, before the break, I gave you a trivia question, as I do every day at the half-hour time. What is the meaning of the term bid-ask spread, and what is a simple example? Okay, the bid-ask spread is essentially the difference between the highest price that a buyer is willing to pay for an asset and the lowest price a seller is willing to accept. Bid-ask. So if you're selling a stock, uh, I want $50 for it, and uh, and the, the the seller says, I want 50 bucks, and the buyer says, I'll give you 49 The spread is a dollar, but that's the bid-ask spread. Okay. The spread is the transaction cost. Price takers buy at the ask and sell at the bid price, but the market makers buys at the bid price and sells at the ask price. 
The bid represents demand and the ask re- asks represents supply for the asset. The bid ask spread is the de facto measure of market liquidity. What do I mean? Well, if I'm selling a stock for 50 bucks, but no one's going to give me the, and the, the furthest, the closest person is 49 bucks, nothing happens, right? There is no liquidity in that stock. It's now illiquid because nothing happens. There knows no transaction. So it's not, it's not liquid. Does that happen? Heck yeah, that happens. But our market, our market, our market, U.S. market is so liquid, it seldom happens. Seldom. It does happen, though, in a panic selling. That often happens where there's no buyers. Stock falls like a rock until that attracts buyers. By the way, if you want more more information, you know, the best place to get definitions is called Investopedia.com, Investopedia.org. Okay, um, I really, I've gone to that so many times over the years. It's very useful, especially if you're looking for terminology you don't know what it means, and you get you you just educate yourself. You get better and better and smarter and smarter over time. So we're going to take another voice bank call now. But first, I wanted to remind you that after the answer to the caller question, I will share highlights from the news, the newest KPP premium newsletter I sent out today. But first, let's get a question in here from Tennessee. Hi, Stephen Justin. This is Tom in Tennessee, longtime listener, first-time caller. I'm over 65 but still working for now, but I'm thinking seriously about retirement. I don't have any debts except the house, which I owe 70000 on. I receive a pension already and have a goodly amount of savings in IRA and a 401k with my current employer. Would it be advisable to pull money out of either the IRA or the 401k to pay off my mortgage so that I could retire within the next six, eight months? I'm somewhat concerned about what President-elect Biden will do with the tax rates and our retirement savings. So I'd really like to hear from you guys. We'll listen on the podcast. Thanks for all you do. Well, I don't think it's going to increase tax rates for uh, middle-class people, at least try not to. They they generally, he's promised only, you know, high-income earners. I mean, that's the promise, but... It, you know, you just never know when they when they t- start talking about increasing taxes. It usually hits the middle class, usually. Um, um, I, I, and in theory, I don't like anybody in retirement with a mortgage, but I'm having trouble with that theory because mortgages are so low. They're so low. Remember, you're paying two and a half, three percent for a mortgage. Can you make more money with that money in a in a fairly safe environment? You know, then and 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 take a little bit of risk for that, and is it worth it? And in my head, I say yes, but I have trouble recommending that to everybody out there because you know I have recommended and continue to recommend and continue to believe that in retirement you don't want debt, even mortgage debt, because you now don't have earned income anymore. That's a tough, tough question at this point because the interest rates are so very low, mortgage rates are so very low. You can make more money investing that money in something pretty conservative. You can make more than the two and a half, three percent. And remember, the two and a half, three percent, if you have any income at all, 
it's actually less than that because you don't have to pay taxes. You get the interest right off against, yes, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough, tough question. And you would think it would be easy answer. It's easy answer if interest rates are high. I said, yeah, pay off the mortgage. You know, remember, it's always, what's the best use of the money? What's the safest use of the money if I'm in retirement? How much risk should I take? Don't take very much. I don't want you to. I don't. Okay, the KPP Premium Newsletter was distributed to subscribers today. Every Friday goes out. I get that done usually by 9 o'clock, sometimes 10, 10.30. Depends on what's going on and how busy I am. But usually 9 o'clock in the morning and Friday mornings, I get it sent out. So it gets to people before lunchtime. Remember, I got to have it proof by a couple, proofread by a couple of people. So once I've done it, I got other things to do. I mentioned in the newsletter this on the market conditions things about the housing market. Uh, housing numbers for that came out this week for October, and they show that that is sector of our economy is still the healthiest part, and it looks like its strength is going to continue because we have a still a huge amount of of uh, building permits issued. Or new construction, 1.5 million plus. Pretty darn good. Pretty good. Industrial production rose to 1.1% from a previous contraction the month before, four tenths of a percent. Uh, you know, capacity utilization went from, uh, was up to 72.8 from 72, which is not a lot. And it, these numbers are not high. These two numbers are not high, have not been high. But they're not low either. It's just you know a, a sign of a recovering co- economy. I mentioned the uh, the bump in the uh, COVID cases, and that probably is going to slow down the economy. It could throw us into a recession if the governors around the country try to reshut down the economy again. I think that would be just monumentally irresponsible, irresponsible, because of the unintended consequences. I understand that, you know, you want to try to control it, but it's not working. The masking and distancing obviously is not working. It probably works to some degree. But most of the experts that I've been reading say it works and it's better than nothing. But, you know, but my, my, my contention is, and I mentioned in the newsletter, what about the unintended consequences? What about the suicide rate? What about people, you know, livelihoods, small businesses? It hurts the small businesses the most. People are self-employed the most. And, you know, they can't survive with this reopening, shutting, reopening. We already lost over 100,000 businesses already. So, and then, you know, I talk about other things, uh, portfolio management uh, uh, section. There's there's four sections in the newsletter. I talk about the high-flying growth stocks um, and the bigger picture and you know, where should we be? Where should we focus our attention on in the marketplace? That kind of stuff. And there's a lot more explanation in the newsletter. I, I just don't go through every, you know, through it all here on the show. I just touch base on these things. A couple of stock ideas. They were big companies, big blue chip type companies. And I explained why I like them or why you should consider them. Um, so, you know, yeah, you know, one was a technology enterprise kind of company, and the other one was uh, a tobacco company. And uh, you don't buy tobacco companies for growth. You do not buy them for growth. You buy them for the dividends. And I name them in the newsletter. I give a couple stock ideas every every week. So that was kind of the newsletter. 
Uh, it comes out every Friday. You can subscribe to it by going to investtalk.com, investtalk.com, and subscribe. And it goes out free to our, any of our clients. It goes out every Friday. You know, the reason why I write it every Friday, everybody, is because things happen every week. Economic numbers come out every week. Um, and I, I just think if we're going to stay on top of it, you've got to be pretty, you got to be on top of it, and you got to let everybody know that wants to know what's going on. I know you don't have, you have a job. You know, you know, and our, our household, our family, our children, you don't have time. Maybe you have time to read a, you know, three or four page newsletter, and that's about it. You know, that's, that's how I look at it. 888-99-CHARTERS, our number, everybody. 888-992-4278. LEI, Leading Economic Indicators. That's one of the statistics that come out that I report on the newsletter. It was up seven-tenths of one percent. What does that mean? Seven-tenths, and that was the same as it was last month. If it's a positive number, if it's a positive number for the LEI, Leading Economic Indicators Report, that means it's telling you in the next few months, the economy is going to continue to grow or expand. That's what it's trying to tell you. It's, the LEI is made up of 10 components, 10. Building permits, the length of work week, expanding or shrinking, new orders for consumer goods, new orders for capital goods. The S&P 500, the level of the S&P 500 for last month. Building permits. Money supply, M2, growth or shrinkage of money supply. Interest rate spread, the two-year versus the 10-year, which I talk about every year. It's a healthy spread. That's good for the economy, good for market. Consumer expectations of business conditions. So those are the 10 components of the leading economic indicator. Those are all leading indicators. You know there's lagging indicators and leading indicators. These are leading indicators. And you might as well... Learn your leading indicators because that's more important than lagging. Far more important. Okay? 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. I don't see anything coming on my screen here. I don't hear anybody here also, so I don't know what's going on. There you go. Come on, guys. I'm Steve Peasy. You're listening to Invest Talk. And, of course, you're not alone. No one is. Uh... But, you know, now, as you might assume, is the greatest number of our listeners are in the United States. However, it's pretty interesting to note that we attract audiences all over the world. For example, during April of this year, we had nine downloads from Cambodia. Seems kind of unusual. And then more recently, in September, we tracked uh, 1,215 downloads from Germany, 202 just from the Czech Republic. Mexico, 104. Greece, 69 downloads. Egypt, nine. I think it's great. And, you know, these are just some of the statistics. It's really, I want to appreciate it. I want to tell everybody, Justin and I want to thank you very much for listening to Invest Talk and downloading our podcast. We do feel pretty happy about that. We are, you know, it's all free, of course, you know, and we want to help as many people as we can everywhere. So it's really, I like the educational part. Yes, it is part of our marketing effort. Yeah, I know that. You know that. We all know that. But I like the part that we're, we're educating people. That's really the goal. To get you a better, if we can, I can make you, if I can make you a better investor and you can do it on your own, I think you should do it on your own. You don't need to hire people like me. But you do have to have the knowledge. 
And that's what hopefully we can help you with. Okay? So, if you want to learn more about KPP Financial, go to our, go to our website. You know, we're, you know, you can learn all kinds of what we do. And, of course, uh, you're welcome to call our offices in Irvine, California. We will be happy to help you as, any way we can. We want to help you. And now our phone lines are open, 888-99-CHART. This is Invest Talk. You can get your free Invest Talk podcast downloads anytime at iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or investtalk.com. I am a big fan of your podcast, and I just got started with it. Be sure to tell your friends and family members about Invest Talk and encourage them to listen, rate, and review. The Anytime Listener lines never close. Steve and Justin are waiting for your questions. 888-99-CHART. Hi, Steve and Justin. Love the show. Learn lots from you guys. Hey, I'm a longtime listener here. live in Minnesota, and I was wondering about this fund, if you could check it out for me, please. I know you guys have been saying value is a good way to go here in the future, and the fund is VBR, I believe is the ticker symbol, VBR. It seems to have good growth over the last year, and I was wondering if you feel this is something that I could look forward to investing in and holding for long term here in the future. Thanks for your help. Look forward to hearing your answer on the podcast. Yes, this is the Vanguard Small Cap Value Fund, Value ETF, exchange-traded fund seeking performance corresponding to the ECRSP Small Cap Value Index. So yeah, I, I, this is you want to, if you're going to be in the value side, this is where there's a small cap, mid cap, and large cap sections of the market. I think you should spread out through all three of those parts of the market: small, mid, large. Okay, the small cap, no matter, even if a value small cap will be more volatile than the large cap or the mid cap, just because they're small companies and they generally be more valuable, even though you're trying to buy value, not growth. Does that mean you should just get out of growth completely? No, I'm not suggesting that. I'm just suggesting that you might want to migrate into the value part of the market because it's way overdue, way overdue for the value part of the market to work better than the growth part of the market. Now, you might have growth at the end of this year. I mean, you know, growth is you know has dominated um, uh, value over the last 10 years. But long-term, long-term value beats growth. But that, we're talking about 100 years, right? So it's, you know, it's, it's tough. So, okay, um, how many store closings are going to happen this year or have happened so far this year? Let me put it that way. 12,000 of them. 12,000. I'll name some stores here in a minute. So let, let's, let's go ahead. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. And one goal here. To help you achieve financial freedom. 888-99 chart. The fourth quarter is moving fast. There's an autumn chill in the air and uncertainty in the markets. So you've got finance and investment questions for Steve and Justin. And the phone lines never close. Call Invest Talk. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. We had a call from Glendale, a caller. He wants to talk about Frontline Limited. 
And we talked about this the other day, not this particular company, but about tankers. Provides tanker transportation services for of oil and oil products through a fleet of 71 vessels. So it's a $6.94 stock. It's going to make $2.34 a share this year, but then down $0.72 cents next year. Pays a huge dividend. I don't know if they can continue to pay that dividend. Uh, but I do think the stock is cheap, even at $0.72 cents a share. It's well below 10 P.E. So right now, the P.E. is like 3. I mean, that, But you got to remember, these tankers, and I do believe uh, commodities are, are going to, I think oil is going to go up, not dramatically, but I think it's going to go up because our, drill, our rig count is so low. Uh, and economy will recover, and therefore there'll be demand, more demand for oil. So um, I think if you're going to buy it, this is the time you buy this kind of stock. This is the time you buy them. You buy them when they're cheap. I mean, how many times have I said that? You guys have to be getting bored with that. Buy when it's cheap. And you notice that I've been pushing buying stocks lately, and I know I'm going to get a call someday saying, you know, all you do is recommend buying stocks. You never recommend selling. Well, you know, different parts of the time frame. Like uh, in 1999, I just have a, this clear vision of saying, don't buy it, don't buy it, don't buy it, every day for a year. I wouldn't buy it. It's too expensive. I don't. Want and they say, "All oh, you, if I get a call, I got a call. All you get, all you ever sell is get out. When the market's going crazy, you're, you don't know what you're talking about. And now I'm on the opposite side. I would buy it. I'd buy it right now. I'd buy it. <laughs> because it's the market, everybody. You know, I, I, is the market expensive? Kind of. But the economy is going to recover, and therefore earnings are going to recover in the next year or two. So I think we, you know, the market hasn't skyrocketed above its old highs. It's near the old highs. So I, you know, you could argue that the growth stocks are grossly overvalued, but not the value stocks. So anyway, some of the store closing. I said there's 12,000 stores closed. How about Payless is closing 2,500 stores, GNC 900 stores, Jamboree 805 stores, uh, Dress Barn 650 stores, uh, Fred's 568 stores, Charlotte Roos 500 stores, and Family Dollar 390 stores. Lots of store closings going on out there. Okay, telehealth. I went to my doctor uh, last Thursday or Friday, and it was done on uh, it was done on uh, Zoom, Zoom, and you could do it on your phone. You know, you could FaceTime and talk to my doctor. I had my blood sent in beforehand. You know how you go beforehand and do your blood work, and she had it there, and we talked, and it was ten minutes later. I'm done. Now. The problem is they can't take blood pressure or weight. No, there's a certain things they can't do. But as far as reading my blood chart, which is basically something done every quarter for me, um, it was a piece of cake. I liked it. I didn't have to go wait in the room. And, you know, I'm sitting in my office working, and then I get a Zoom call. Great. I think that's going to that's gonna be more prevalent. Just like online shopping. How about online doctoring? I think that's happening, people. I think we're going to have to get used to it. As simple as that. Uh, and those old people, guys, us old people, I'm talking about me and you out there, we're just going to have to kind of buck up and get with the program because, you know, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be problematic uh, because it's just the way it is. It's going to be a lot cheaper, so on and so forth. 
I just think we have to get used to it. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Investop program, everybody. I will return next week. Justin will be here on Monday, Justin Klein. In the meantime, please tell your friends and family members that they can choose from over 100 archived Investop podcasts as free downloads. You can do it at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, investop.com, everybody. So, And remember, when you do listen to our podcast, it would be nice if you reviewed and rated us. Even if it's a bad rating, I'll accept it. I don't like it, but I'll accept it. So we do like the ratings. We do like the review and ratings. Because it helps me. You know, I need to know if I'm doing a program that's helping you. And if you can give me some feedback on that, that would be great. I would love to have that feedback. And make sure to tell your friends. Tell your friends. You can stream live every day, 4 to 5 Pacific time. You can hear us on investtalk.com live. And you can call our show live if you want. Independent thinking, share success. This is Invest Talk. Have a great weekend, everybody. Good night. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis, and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is president and Justin Klein chief executive officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listening line at 888-99-CHART.